Hey, you guys, welcome back to Black Canvas. On today's episode, I want to talk about the Serenity Prayer. I know some of you guys may have heard of the Serenity Prayer before. Um, It was actually written in 1926. And a lot of, of course, people who are in recovery um, may have actually read the short form of the prayer. Um, A lot of times, you know, with AA groups or a lot of times it's prevalent in being used as prayers for 12 step programs. Um, But I really wanted to kind of talk about and break down the serenity prayer, a lot of the words in the shorter version of it, and to talk about a lot of the things that are unchangeable in our lives versus things that we maybe try to control that are in our lives as well. All right. So the serenity prayer, our short version says, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can and wisdom to know the difference. Now, when we think of the word acceptance, um, for any of you guys who've ever worked in the AA program, a lot of times you'll hear people in step one who struggle with actually letting go of control. And I always think when we talk about step one, it really does deal with control because you're asking for yourself to actually learn to let go of the unmanageability part of your life, but also admitting that you're powerless. And that's one of the hardest things to accept that I don't have the power to do things for myself at times or that when I do have power, what do I actually do with it when I actually have it? So it's important we talk about serenity, exiting your higher power, which can be many different things to different people. But if you call your higher power God to grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, it's saying that he does have the power to actually help us. But you're asking him to help you get to that peaceful place to accept it and releasing yourself to actually say that, you know, I can't actually face it by myself. Um, A lot of time that can go to insurmountable problems that are out of our reach at times or sometimes actually admitting that this is the obvious truth that I don't understand a lot of those parts of myself or I haven't taken full responsibility for choices I've made, which can sometimes be those uncontrollable parts of ourselves. The second part of that is the courage to change the things that I can. And when I think of courage, I go back to the Cowardly Lion, if you guys have ever seen The Wizard of Oz. And when you think of having heart, having courage to actually do something different, um, it can be really difficult. And it's about setting sometimes those realistic goals for ourselves and also realizing when we send the courage to change the things I can, which gives us some sort of power, when we finally have allowed ourselves to accept there's things I won't be able to change, then I realize that I actually have the ability to change some things that I actually can. Uh, One example of that can be people that we surround ourselves with. So sometimes we can have a friend or a family member that can sometimes be biting or say snarky or negative comments. And our mind immediately goes to, man, I don't want to take this. I shouldn't have to deal with this. And the great thing about life is that we don't have to continue to stay in those relationships and we don't have to be perfect. Um, It's important for us to know that we will make mistakes and there are times where we can learn to correct those problems by actually setting boundaries and taking full responsibility for what we choose or choose not to have in our lives. Um, So I think friends and family can be one of the hardest things of having the courage to tell someone no. And when we say no to something, that means that we have to know what we're actually saying yes to and what we're actually learning to do differently. um, That's going to help us to prevail and make better decisions. And the last part of the shorter version of this prayer, it says, and the wisdom to know the difference. 
Now, I always like to tell people that just because we get older doesn't mean that we're getting wiser. There are times where we may not make wise choices or maybe we don't make the wise decision in the moment. But you can learn from a two year old how to be happy, how to smile, how to be carefree. And sometimes we can learn from someone who's in their 70s and 80s how to live, how to survive. Or if that person struggles with their own life expectancy, then maybe if they've lost sight of those goals, then maybe we can see what despair looks like. And in older adults, a lot of times you'll notice that depression and suicidal thoughts or even just dealing with anxiety can be heightened at an older age and sometimes at younger ages. And it has a lot to do with a lot of different factors. But just because we get older does not mean that we've actually developed wisdom And just because maybe someone has sobriety or has time under their belt does not mean that they cannot slip back into those old addictive patterns. So it's important for us to know we say the wisdom to know the difference. It means that we get past that part of what we call ambivalence. Um, For any of you guys who had a chance to listen to my podcast, I did kind of briefly talk about ambivalence and how we get sometimes stuck in the, the, the kind of the left or right or am I making the right decision? And it's important to know that it's okay to not have the answer today. But if I have wisdom, then I have that the tools and the knowledge to know that I can make a different decision and I can actually make that direction to do something different. And it's okay for me not to know everything now, but that hopefully I will be able to release that into the atmosphere and make different choices for myself. The one thing I do love about just the thought of when we talk about prayer is that it's a way for you to be able to interact with your higher power in the way that you feel best to control those decisions and thoughts. And when we talk about just the serenity prayer in general, is that we are asking for something to be moved in our lives, but we're also realizing that once you release it, that it's important for us to let go and to let, if you have that belief system, let God or let your higher power to actually work through those uncontrollables or unchangeables in our lives. It's important for us to remember not to become obsessed because we can sometimes become obsessed with solving a problem and wanting the answer or not resting because of it because you're so obsessed over it or hanging over something you have no control of that you start to try to have personal attachments or you try to allow your negative sense of self or those failures that you have to drive you into that same negative place. So it's important for us to know that it, that we will have moments where we will fail and that we can't fix every issue in the moment. And it's important for us to let those moments that we feel depressed or feel isolative to remember not to replace it with those negative vices, but to get to a point of accepting the things that we what? That we cannot change. And I always like to say we talk about getting to that place of surrendering and acceptance and wisdom and actually relying on those different parts of ourselves. It can increase our relationship with ourselves, with family, with others, on our jobs, with our money, in your marriages, with relationships with your kids. It can just meet us in every aspect of our lives. And it kind of goes back to the different lotus of controls. You'll see some people struggle with the external or internal locus of control. And when you see yourselves getting to that place, that we have to remember that we are sometimes powerless over things we can't really change. And that we have to unhook ourselves from that manipulation, 
from the helplessness, from trying to be that fixer or caretaker or rescuer and realize that we actually can detach from those people, places and things that keep us emotionally hooked or may threaten our overall well-being. But we can learn to give back. And in giving back, we actually have to act on our self-control and we actually have to heal ourselves. And in healing ourselves, we can learn to cope and not feel like that quicksand that we know sometimes the harder we fight, the deeper we sink back into those negative thought processes. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I wanted to give you guys a quick one talking about the serenity prayer, because I think that it's hard at times to rely on something greater than ourselves to help guide us and help put us in a better headspace. But when we realize that if we do give it to our higher power and we realize we don't have to just take it back or we don't have to have that quick response, that we can actually make better choices in our lives. I hope you guys continue to support. Please share with your friends. Um, If you need to reach out to me, my email address is on the horizon 321 at yahoo.com. And I would love for you guys to give me some more topics, um, questions you guys may have going forward. Please let me know. And if you would like to be a special guest, please reach out to me. We would love to have you as a guest on this podcast because we want to help instill positivity in people's lives, but also be able to help each other move forward, especially in these times. It's important for us to love each other and care for each other. And let's remember you guys to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas.